for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. John Samuel Smizer. I had a grandfather whose name was Samuel Porter Smizer. My dad was Don Samuel Smizer. And it seemed like in every situation I could always look to my grandfather or my father for understanding about God in, direct, in di directing me and in challenging me and my walk with the Lord. Now, I also remember that in church prayer meetings, people would regularly pray for their children, their grandchildren, on an ongoing basis. Today we're going to look at uh, the commissioning or the uh, way of instructing and consecrating the priests that served in Israel to take the people the, the families, the, the nations, the tribes, to take them to God, that present them to God. Through their concern and prayer, they would find the way in which they would ask God to speak to and work in their lives. I know that's what my grandfather did. I know that's what my father did. I know in each of the prayer meetings when people are praying for their family members, they're working to bring their family before God. In this way, the high priest is Jesus Christ. But the priestly work that's to be done, that's you and I, that we are in the ways to bring people to the Lord. Let's look here at Exodus chapter 40. We're going to see the culmination of the work that they've done and now the consecration of this tabernacle. Exodus chapter 40 verses 1 through 16. Then the Lord said to Moses, Set up the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, on the first day of the first month. Place the ark of the covenant law in it, and shield the ark with the curtain. Bring in the table and set out what belongs on it. Then bring in the lampstand and set up its lamps. Place the gold altar of incense in front of the Ark of the Covenant Law and put the curtain at the entrance to the tabernacle. Place the altar of burnt offering in front of the entrance to the tabernacle, the tent of meeting. Place the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it. Set up the courtyard around it and put the curtain at the entrance to the courtyard. Take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and everything in it. Consecrate it and all its furnishings, and it will be holy. Then anoint the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils. Consecrate the altar, and it will be most holy. Anoint the basin and its stand and consecrate them. Bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance to the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Then dress Aaron in the sacred garments, anoint him, and consecrate him, so he may serve me as priest. 
Bring his sons and dress them in tunics. Anoint them just as you anointed their father, so they may serve me as priests. Their anointing will be to a priesthood that will continue throughout their generations. Moses did everything just as the Lord commanded him. Over the last weeks, we have been able to see the instructions to the workmen, the preparation, the building, uh, and, and bringing together uh, in the last few days all of the work that God had commanded them to do. And Moses at that point examined it all to make sure everything is the way it should be according to the instructions God had given him. Now, in the first verse today, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Set up the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, on the first day of the first month, the beginning of the Jewish year. And it's the time now all of the work has been accomplished. And God said, let's set it up. And he goes on through here and gives instructions precisely how the walls are to be brought up, how the placement of the pieces of furniture were all supposed to be uh, put in place so that they would be serving the Lord and ministering to God in the way it was intended. Now over here in verse 9, it says, Take the anointing oil, this is the Lord, Take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle, everything in it, consecrate it and all its furnishings, and it will be holy. Then anoint the altar of burnt offerings and all its utensils. Consecrate the altar, and it will be most holy. I'm always reminded about the things that are consecrated to God. Those, those are critical. Those are things that aren't to be messed with. Um, it says here that they consecrated the or anointed the altar and the utensils. Now I'm thinking on a, on a good weekend, maybe Ralph in one of the tribes, you know, that they, they set up around the tabernacle. He was going to have a whole lot of friends over for um, a barbecue. He was going to uh, share some dinner and they were going to celebrate some special birthday or anniversary. And he didn't quite have the right utensils. So he went over to the tabernacle, uh, to the burnt altar, the altar of burnt uh, offerings. And he says, hey, uh, can I borrow the uh, that prong? And can I borrow those uh, brushes? Can I borrow? I, I've got a barbecue going over here. And at that point, we laugh now. We, we would say, no way. Because those utensils were consecrated, set apart for God's use, for the use of the priests as they do the altar, the offerings. And they weren't for common use. I'm reminded in the book of Romans in verse or in chapter 9 about that some things are for common use and some things are for honorable use. Here this consecrated utensil was for an honorable use and not to be used just 
here and there, wherever somebody needed it. No, it was used for the burnt offerings, all the sacrifices that would be going on. And they weren't to be used just in the neighborhood. I wonder in some ways, do we live a life that is consecrated? Are we able to be different than and set apart from? That element of being uh, set apart for, consecrated to the Lord. Do you give any special part of your life and surrender it totally, completely to the Lord? Because as it is a given over to the Lord and consecrated, you notice there at the end of verse 10, it says, and it will be most holy. Or another translation would say, utterly holy, completely holy. Bob Munger, a professor at Fuller, wrote a little um, booklet, My Heart, Christ's Home. And the issue being that as Christ was allowed into different parts of the house, that there would be a consecration, that they would become more holy, that they would be surrendered to God. Is there part of your life that you're holding on to and not surrendering to God in a way that he could use it? That's what this consecration is about. The anointing of these parts of our lives, the things we hold on to. I pray that you would sort your lives out. Look at what you, what's going on. Do you keep anything back from God? Here is a time when all the work had been completed and all the elements of the tabernacle and the forms of worship were presented to the Lord. And it was completely, utterly holy as they were set apart or consecrated to God. I pray that you can find that part of your life that needs to be consecrated. As I went to my father, Don, and as I went to my grandfather, Samuel, to for advice and uh, understanding of God in certain ways, is there someone in your life that you're able to go to and find that encouragement or direction that you, find you need? There's also a time when the baton will be passed on. For my grandfather, he passed. And then my father was that somewhat priest of the family. The people would go to him and when uh, dinners were had, they would expect uh, often for my father to pray. And then when my father passed away, the baton was passed to me. At some point, are you going to be the reflection of God in your family? Will you minister in a way like the priest did to bring the family to God. That's an opportunity we have. It's wonderful to see God's hand in the children of Israel in the wilderness, but God's not done. He's still working in your life and in my life. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we pray that we would be attentive to your voice. We would know that you're at work in our lives, shaping us and guiding us.
May we be those who are the generation to generation, the priests of our families. May we lift you up. May we lift our family members, those who need special uh, encouragement or instruction. May we pray your blessing upon them. Lord, I, I pray for everyone who's listening today that you would bless them and cause them to see a sense of working in their lives. May we follow you, Lord, in your precious name. Amen. For a single soul, lifting a further and stepping in closer, see